Welcome, everybody. My name is Mel Cole. I'm a shareholder in uh, Littler Mendelssohn San Francisco office. And I am here today with Anne Sanchez Luer, who is in our San Jose office. And we're here celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month. We're highlighting some of the talent in our firm and talking about issues that are particularly important to the Hispanic, Latino, Latinx community. So today our goal is to focus on the Latino and Hispanic community that doesn't speak Spanish. I think there's a, a lot of us out there and Anne is one of those individuals. And so Anne, not to put you on the spot too much, but tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Hi, I'm so happy to be here and thanks for doing this great podcast and letting me share my experience on this topic. This is a tough issue for me a little bit because of this, the connection that I miss with my fellow Hispanic community members. It's something that I've struggled with um, and it makes me feel somewhat bad that I'm not, or as, does it, it makes me feel not as authentic. And that's hard when I grew up in a family with relatives who speak Spanish. I love my grandparents, my dad, but it was a very cultural and deliberate decision that he made not to teach us Spanish. Do you know why? I do. My dad was in the Air Force and throughout his life, again, this was a long time ago, he was told growing up he needed to be American and not Mexican. And he needed to focus on being part of the American culture. And especially when he was in the Air Force, he experienced some barriers and some discrimination with respect to his Hispanic heritage. And he did not want my sister and I to experience that same barrier. I mean, I think he knew that we would, but that was not his focus. His focus was, we're American. I'm American. We're just going to be American. And so that was what we did. Do you feel like he really internalized the message of Hispanic and American being sort of mutually exclusive? Or do you think that's something that he thought would be important to pass on to you because that's the outside message he was getting? I think that's the outside message he was getting at at a lot of turns. Again, he went on to be an incredible, successful businessman. And I think that was just his focus. His focus was... I don't need that part of me. I need to be part of the focus and, you know, the strong businessman and his Mexican heritage was not a part of that. It sounds like if he was in business that he would be good at reading the room and understanding people and selling himself. And so in some ways, I wonder if he gave up that piece of himself because he felt that that wasn't as profitable in a lot of different meanings of the word profitable. And so he he got a lot of success from shoving down that part of his Absolutely. Heritage. He met his clients and the people that he worked with in their world, 100%, and was very good at it. I have a lot to thank him for. He is an amazing human in so many ways, but it just when you brought this to my attention, this this subject, it just spoke to me because I really f- feel somewhat in the middle of two worlds sometimes with that, wanting to connect deeply with both. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, I'm a strong believer that being a Spanish speaker 
is not a requirement for being a member of the Latino community or the Hispanic community. But, you know, it does feel like it sometimes, I think. And it feels like speaking Spanish can be a validation of someone's in air quotes, authenticity. And I think that's something that we in the community reckon with sometimes. And and you may feel like you sort of have to speak Spanish to prove something about your heritage, even though you have this rich cultural background, regardless of what language you speak at home. Absolutely. It's been something that I've missed. And I, in particular, you know, sought out a Spanish speaking nanny to help my children and my daughter's in AP Spanish. And just, you know, we really identify with that. And it was so wonderful to me when my kids were growing up and they could easily flow between both languages. It made things, it just made me very happy to see them sort of thrive in that environment as well. That's really great. And I think it's, I think what what frustrates me about this situation is that while I do think the Latino community is incredibly accepting of of individuals, whether or not they speak Spanish, not always and not all the time, but generally, I do think that it's it's frustrating because that's really something that we've internalized, right? Like your your father was actively encouraged to suppress his language skills, right? Mm -hmm. And to not pass them on to his kids. And maybe even to see language development as a zero-sum game where at home you're speaking, you know, if you spoke Spanish at home, that would take away from your ability to speak English. And we know now that that's not true. But all of that is baked into the racism and, you know, white supremacy of American society, right? And so we, as a community, have adopted that in a way, and now it's being used against us to challenge our heritage, right? Right. It's definitely been a journey, and his desire to fit in his, I mean, especially in prior generations. I mean, we didn't have all of the social media that we have now, but there was all of the news media was white men and there they were. And that's the world that we lived in. And I think his thought was you need to fit into that world. And so, you know, one of the things he said to me, he said, you know, as a woman, it's going to be great if you have some sort of professional degree as well, because you need to be, you need to have other things to support you in that world. I mean, it sounds to me like out of love and wanting you to succeed, he was pushing you to sort of leave behind some of your cultural heritage so that you would be better set up to succeed, which is frankly very intuitive, right? It, it, It absolutely can be a disadvantage. And we all like to put a big star on being bilingual and the skills that it allows us now, but sometimes I think when we do that as a society, we forget how we have, you know, literally and figuratively beat it out of people right. uh, originally. Right. And, you know, even just based on my name and <laughs> some of the reactions that I get are just so, so different, but I so welcome and love the opportunity to be able to talk to people about this issue and about how I work on being authentic no matter what. I I hear you. So I I do speak Spanish, but I have a you know a very white, literally English last name, Cole. My dad is a 
gringo through and through. <laughs> um, <laughs> and my mom is from Argentina I and mean, she's, you know, a little, little brown woman with an accent, but I, I do, I'll, I will admit, I rely sometimes on my Spanish to help people see that I'm a member of the community and that I am Latina because uh, I'm also white passing, right? So, you know, it's it's hard because I really believe we shouldn't have to do that, right? That shouldn't right. be required. I don't see you as any less Latina than, you know, than I because I happen to speak Spanish. But at the same time, you know, I go outside and I might use it just to sort of let somebody know, oh, hey, you know, we're... We have, we have similar roots. Um, you don't have to worry about me. Right. And that's such a good connection for you. And I feel definitely like I have missed out on that. I missed out on understanding what we, you know, we, I grew up in places all over the country and I didn't get to spend a great deal of time with my grandparents who spoke Spanish. So we would see them and they would have connections with the other members of the family that I wasn't a part of. And I think in some ways, you know, my dad was letting that part go. And so it just, I've always just sort of felt a little bit left out. Yeah. It's like he made that sacrifice for you, right? He chose it um, in a way that, and I don't mean, you know, I think he had to choose it, right? It was, right. it was succeed here or, or not, um, right. which is not much of a choice, but then he wanted to, to set you up with that same decision. And I think what frustrates me so much out of all of this is how, None of these messages, even though we've internalized them, really come from us or our communities. It's it's this, you know, in air quotes, American idea of what it means to be American that's getting forced into us. And then, you know, we're internalizing it. And the same culture that is actively encouraging us to disconnect from our grandparents and our roots, you know, is also creating this feeling of disconnection that then we feel guilty about. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. But I just am so grateful to Littler for welcoming me and Reunion for being so amazing. You guys just are the best. And um, we, me being part of that community is just been such a joy. Yeah. I think it's, I think the affinity groups at Littler are really key and the and the welcoming side of them right absolutely as as you know co-chair it's really important to me that everybody feel like they be a member whether or not they speak spanish or not or portuguese right because that are absolutely resilience right no i hear you and it's so it's so tricky i you know I speak Spanish. My younger brothers don't because when my mom moved to the States, she didn't speak any English. Uh, she didn't know any English. So we only spoke Spanish at home with her. But my youngest brother is 11 years younger than me. So by the time she was raising him, she was fluent in Spanish and she used it at home. And I'm sorry, in English, <laughs> she's always been fluent in Spanish. She was fluent <laughs> in English and used it at home with my brothers. And, you know, so they speak significantly less Spanish than I do. And it's, it's a literal progression between the four of us you know the oldest ones speak it best and the youngest ones speak it the least and you know you're mentioning connections with your grandparents like it's really hard for my little brother to connect with my grandfather you know with my abuelo and that breaks my heart and you know and he gets frustrated that my you know younger brother doesn't speak 
Spanish. And I always remind him that he also only speaks one language, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, but it's, it's not easy. It's really, it's not easy. And it's so much of our identity is wrapped up in, in the language. I mean, literally the word Hispanic means Spanish speaking. You know, this resonated for me too. And hearing you talk about raise your, raising your kids with a Spanish-speaking nanny. So I, I am pregnant with my first child, and I spend a lot of time thinking about what's that going to look like. You know, what what language am I going to use? I mean, I am a native English speaker, but Spanish is the the language of my home, you know, and and that's what I speak with my mom, and we text in Spanish, and and I want my child to to speak Spanish at home, but sometimes I also want to communicate the way I need to communicate, and I'm I'm just not as good in Spanish as I am in English, right? This doesn't have quite the same. I don't have the same skills and resources there. So no, and it's yeah. so easy to nurture in your most you know primary language right? You want to be like, oh, baby, oh. But the more that you can encourage and speak in Spanish, I mean, I just, it was so joyful to see my kids be able to just flip back and forth and just enjoy the understanding and the connection so easily. And believe me, I've I've tried through the years taking Spanish classes and Duolingo and Mango languages. It's just, you know, all of the online stuff. And they're like, oh, you're 40% fluent. I'm like, I am not 40% fluent. <laughs> you're just saying that so that I'll keep coming back and that I feel like I've accomplished something with your app. <laughs> so we keep, I keep trying. And someday I want to go. I am absolutely set on going down and spending a long time in Mexico near where my grandfather grew up and learning and doing more, you know, having more connection there. Yeah. I think that's an amazing way to do it. And so vital, and it is so hard to learn a language as an adult, right? Like it's just, it's a whole different set of skills. Um, It really is. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you on that. And I can't, you know, I can't speak (laughs) to it because I was, I was lucky enough to, to have that as a kid, although it was by necessity, right. On my mom's part. Yeah. Well, we're, we do the best that we can, for sure. And we find those connections where they matter, right? I have found connections with you and with Daniel and with the people in my office, Jackie Menendez, and the people that you know I gravitate towards and feel connected with, even though I don't speak Spanish and I'm jealous. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's, we have to remind ourselves that's what the community is, right? It's about our cultural roots and and about... our joint experiences. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And especially having those joint experiences in a country that is often actively working to, to suppress that and who wants us to immerse ourselves in in air quotes and American more quotes (laughs) culture, (laughs) you know, but you know, immersion can, can be drowning, right? (laughs) Sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes. Well, my dearest hope and thoughts for the future are that we can speak all the languages and be so accepted and be a part of the cultures and bring the best parts of our cultures you know, together and, and hopefully we're making progress. Yeah, I think so. Or not speak all the languages, right? Or- <laughs> <laughs> yes.
Well, Anne, this was a fantastic conversation. It's been so nice chatting with you today and leading up to today to do this podcast. So I, uh, if you'll forgive me, I will say gracias por tu tiempo. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. My absolute pleasure. It's always so fun to talk to you and work with you. And I really appreciate you taking the time to make this podcast uh, an important part of Hispanic Heritage Month. And thanks to Littler for, for letting us do this for this Absolutely. very important month. Yeah.